Hi everyone, my name is Jody, and I am your host of the Exploring the Midwest podcast. Um, before we jump into today's podcast, I just want to know what topics would you like to hear about? Are there any subjects in the Midwest that you would like me to explore a little bit more? Please send me your ideas. You can email directly to Jody, J-O-D-Y, at familyrambling.com. That is Jody at familyrambling.com. And when you're done listening, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Android. Your reviews help other people find the podcast. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, take a minute, take a screenshot, and tag me on Instagram at Jody Halstead. And leave just a few kind words. I really appreciate it. Now, let's start exploring the Midwest. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in again to the Exploring the Midwest broadcast. Today, my guest is Stephen Fouts, and he is the director of the Missouri Division of Tourism. Now, Missouri is a state that my family visits often. It's kind of our, you know, neighbor to the south. And we have visited the cities, the smaller towns, and all those great areas in between. So I am really, really excited, Stephen, to dig into more of what Missouri has to offer with you today. Well, great. Thank you very much. Uh, looking forward to the conversation, and thanks so much for having us. We're always excited to talk about the Show Me State. So I think Missouri is really interesting in the fact that its two largest cities are basically just opposite parts of the state. I mean, you have St. Louis on the east and Kansas City to the west, and it's just straight shot between the two. And because the state's taller than it's it is wide, it seems to have a lot of rural area to it. So what kind of misconceptions do you think people might have about Missouri? Well, you know, I think like a lot of Midwestern states, uh, people who aren't in the Midwest kind of kind of look at this as uh, nothing but farmland or, uh, you know, air quotes around the term flyover country. And certainly we feel that uh, Missouri is anything but that. Uh, there's a wide array, uh, array of activities that people can find here in the Show Me State. I know you're showing some video highlights of different attractions and destinations around the state here. Uh, you know, we, we have the Ozark Mountains in the southern part of the state. Uh, we have those exciting urban areas in addition to St. Louis and Kansas City, as you mentioned. Uh, Springfield is a large metropolitan area in the southwest corner of the state. Uh, Independence, Missouri, to the east of Kansas City is another large area. Columbia, uh, in the middle of the state. Uh, and then in the southeast corner, one of the larger communities down there is Cape Girardeau. Uh, certainly each one of those brings uh, something unique to the tourism industry and, and uh, offers a unique visitor experience for people. So I, you know, I think if I had to try to sum it up, perhaps more succinctly than I've done rambling here for a minute, it's really that there is a, a wide variety uh, of things for people to see and do in Missouri. And, and I really think that vacationers of all types will find something they can enjoy here in the Show Me State. And, you know, when you get out of the cities and into the small towns, uh, Hannibal is one that people probably have heard of and know very well due to Mark Twain. Uh, Boonville is a place that my husband and I, uh, we actually used to take little romantic getaways there to a B&B. &B. So there are so many great small towns to visit as well. So you're really not that far from kind of a center of 
of something to do, some place to kind of base yourself and explore out from. Absolutely. You know, let, let's uh, on the topic of small towns, we can look at a place like Herman, Missouri, for example, which is well known for its German heritage and cultural opportunities there. Uh, it's in the heart of Missouri's wine country region. There are some big festivals that happen there throughout the year. And really, you know, thinking about its proximity, it's about an hour and maybe 15 minutes or so away from St. Louis. Uh, it's not very far here from Jefferson City, Missouri's capital uh, in central Missouri. Uh, Hannibal, as you noted, the boyhood home of Mark Twain, again, just a couple hours drive north of St. Louis. It's a great day trip. Uh, and utilizing Highway 36, which mm -hmm. runs across the northern part of Missouri, uh, if you go up from Kansas to, or Kansas City, excuse me, to St. Joseph, uh, and then go across on Highway 36, uh, Hannibal is a, a relatively easy drive there. And along that Highway 36 corridor, there's some really interesting stories and communities there. Uh, we call that the way of American genius because people like Mark Twain, Walt Disney, JC Penney uh, have ties to different communities along there. Uh, the home of sliced bread is in Chillicothe. So uh, some really wonderful small towns. Uh, a couple of others, you know, of note are St. Genevieve, which is home to Missouri's oldest European settlement uh, that has a lot of French heritage and cultural, cultural opportunities there. And uh, Augusta is another area that's kind of over by Herman, uh, which we touched on. That's another big uh, part of Missouri's wine country in uh, kind of north central or uh, Missouri. Now, I used to actually live for a very short time in the northern part of Missouri. I did not know Chillicothe was the home of sliced bread. <laughs> um, we lived very nearby in Princeton. And I also had not heard the um, the name for that, you know, Highway 36, the, and, and you just said it, and I've, yeah. I've lost it, but the, the... The Way of American Genius, yeah. Yeah, the Way of Genius. I've never heard that before, <laughs> and I think that's really an interesting um, kind of a thought when you're thinking about traveling to Missouri, that you can follow that that trail, if you will, and discover the things that came from the area. Um, speaking of trails, there are other places that you can kind of follow along. I know that Route 66 kind of cuts through the southern part of Missouri, but what other maybe pathways or um, almost itinerary-based kind of trails would Missouri have to offer? Sure. So I'll back up real quickly. Uh, the, you talk about Route 66. It cuts a, a pretty good portion across Missouri from St. Louis is kind of the eastern edge of where Route 66 uh, enters the Show Me State, and then it kind of exits in uh, southwestern Missouri down by the Joplin area, and there's a lot to see and do along the way there. You know, Merrimack Caverns in the Stanton area is a longtime uh, Route 66 destination for people and communities like Rolla and the St. Robert and Fort Leonard Wood areas uh, in Springfield, Missouri, of course, as well. Uh, Katy Trail State Park is really a great outdoors trail for people to enjoy, whether they are, uh, you know, folks who enjoy walking, running, jogging, or if they're cyclists. Uh, that trail is the country's longest rails to trails project at about 240 miles. Uh, and the, the good thing about that, the, the really, one of the interesting things about that is that the trail is uh, it's level all the way across the state for about those 240 miles. Uh, the eastern edge of it is just a little bit 
uh, east of St. Charles, so in the St. Louis metropolitan area on the eastern side of the state, uh, and it ends in the western side of the state. Again, you're going about 240 miles west over into the Clinton area uh, around Truman Lake area and those kinds of places. So a really great opportunity for people to have a fun outdoor experience and see a lot of unique places in Missouri. Uh, along that trail, you know, you're paralleling the Missouri River for much of the way. Uh, you're going to run into some of those communities that have uh, restaurants and wineries. You'll come across uh, the trail crosses very closely here to Jefferson City, Missouri's capital. You can bike into town right off the trail. Uh, and, and so there's a really great opportunity to connect with a wide swath of Missouri when you're on that trail. Uh, and of course, you know, I'd be remiss to, to not mention other state parks in Missouri. We have some of the best trails for hiking and biking anywhere in the country here in the Show Me State. We've got some really outstanding state parks in, in Missouri. Uh, Hahn State Park, for example, in St. Genevieve is one of the most beautiful parks anywhere. Uh, Echo Bluff down in southeast Missouri near Eminence is another great place for people to visit. So um, anybody who is interested in the outdoors and being on trails for hiking or biking is going to find uh, a place that they can enjoy here in Missouri. Uh, and, and we also have plenty of horseback riding trails as well. And then you also have, like you said, you have the river. So the Mississippi River um, borders the east side. The mm -hmm. Missouri River comes down the west before it cuts across. So you also have a lot of really great water trails and water activities. Um, great. I mean, there's rafting places. I know we've been kayaking um, plenty in Missouri. So you have lots of water, water sport as well. Yeah, the Missouri's waterways are, are really one of the gems we have here in the Show Me State. You know, we, we've got, as you noted, the, the two major rivers. And then we have in northern Missouri, we have a place like Mark Twain Lake that is really a great destination for water recreation and fishing. Uh, here in central Missouri, of course, Lake of the Ozarks, very well known. Uh, and kind of in, in central Missouri, there's almost kind of a tri-lakes region, if you will, with uh, Lake of the Ozarks and Truman Lake and Palm de Terre Lake. Uh, in southwest Missouri, of course, Table Rock Lake. And we have a section of Bull Shoals Lake and Lake Taney Como around the Branson area. But then, you know, in southeastern Missouri, we really have uh, a gem in the Ozark National Scenic Riverways. Uh, and this was the first national park area to protect a wild river system. Uh, and it's made up of the current and the Jack's Fork rivers, both of which are very popular for those kayaking and canoe trips, as you talked about, or, you know, kind of in Missouri terminology, float trips, as, as we call them. Uh, and, and there are a lot of rivers and streams around the state where people can get out again and enjoy nature and, and just have a relaxing float trip canoe experience on Missouri's beautiful rivers and, and streams, which are crystal clear, they're spring fed, the water is really cool and refreshing in the summer, uh, and just a, a great way to experience the outdoors here in Missouri. And you, we spent, last spring, we were able to get away to Missouri and to the Ozarks for a few days. And let me tell you, if you haven't had a chance to visit Ozark and the places, or Lake of the Ozarks, I guess is is what I should say. But that area and everything that revolves the lake, how massive um, that lake is because yeah. it's a dammed river, right? right? Am, am I correct about that? Yes, yes. Um, so it just, 
don't think that you could visit every bit of that lake in a lifetime. It's huge. It, it, it's it's fairly sizable. Yes, I believe it, it's uh, more than fifty five thousand acres. If I had the number right there, uh, one thing that you know is is noteworthy about that lake, or one of the many things noteworthy about Lake of the Ozarks, is uh, the way it's it's shaped it, from the, from the air. It kind of resembles a dragon, and so one of the festivals that they have down there is a, a car show and out. Uh, a vehicle show called the Magic Dragon Street Meet, uh, in kind of paying homage to the to the shape of the lake, and it the lake has about eleven about twelve hundred miles of shoreline, and if you think about the state of California, uh, it has less shoreline on the Pacific Ocean than the Lake of the Ozarks has in Missouri. Uh, it is an enormous lake, and again, just to the west of it is Truman Lake, which uh, acreage wise is just a little bit larger, if you can imagine that. It doesn't quite have as many uh, coves in it as Lake of the Ozarks does, uh, but two enormous lakes right next to one another here in, in the middle of the state. It is it is just the area and well worth gosh well worth a visit or two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean again if you if you're somebody who enjoys outdoor recreation, in addition to the lake, there are a couple great state parks down there. Uh, one is called Ha Ha Tonka State Park, where there's you can find the ruins of an old castle. Uh, and then there's some great hiking trails that lead to a beautiful spring around that park. Lake of the Ozark State Park, of course, contains part of the lake and then different amenities for people to enjoy. And the lakes are really a great golf destination. There's some great resorts down there. There's lots of family fun activities, you know, mini golf, go-karts, all those kinds of things. So uh, certainly one of the top destinations here in the Show Me State. So speaking of the Ozarks, um, that that area really just, it, it takes up like the southern half of Missouri is kind of just termed the Ozarks. And then it goes into the Ozarks as, as far as the topography go mm -hmm. down into Arkansas and then maybe even over into Oklahoma a little bit. But that southern bit of Missouri that encompasses the Ozarks, you have obviously the Lake of the Ozarks have the Mark Twain Forest, which is absolutely um, magnificent and so easy to get lost in. Um, we used to own a bit of land inside the forest that we would go camping in, and it would always take us a little bit of time to, to remember how to get to it. Um, but then you have also in the Ozarks, and, you know, it's kind of like Las Vegas with a, a rural twang. Um, but we just love Branson because you have this great vibe inside the town. But then outside, you have these beautiful, amazing natural areas. It's this dichotomy that you you can feel when you leave one and go into the other. Yeah, absolutely. Branson is certainly one of the top destinations here in the Show Me State. And it's a great place to really experience that Ozark culture and the Ozark outdoors and the Ozarks hospitality. Um, and, and as you noted, you know, you think about the city of Branson and, and I think people maybe from the outside have certainly heard of Branson as a tourism destination, but when they get there, what they probably don't realize is the city of Branson itself is relatively small, you know, 10 to 12,000 full-time residents. And that city of 10 to 12,000 residents welcomes five, six, seven million visitors each year. Uh, so it, there is there are a lot of things 
to see and do in Branson. And, you know, you reference uh, Las Vegas in your question there. At night, with all the various shows that are along what they call the Highway 76 strip, uh, and they have a lot of neon signage, and there's a lot of other family-friendly attractions down in Branson that, that really can draw your attention. There's a beautiful uh, Ferris wheel that was once on the Navy Pier in Chicago that was uh, moved to Branson and reassembled and has really changed the skyline down in Branson. Uh, so you're, you're exactly right, Jody. Just a lot of great opportunities for, for family fun to explore the outdoors. You know, the Table Rock Lake, again, is just a gem in southern Missouri. Um, lake Taney Como is another one. It, uh, it's a little bit different for a lake. It has a little bit of a current to it um, coming in because it, the way it's created uh, through a damming process. Uh, and its waters stay relatively cold year-round. And it is ideal for trout fishing, and it is stocked with hundreds of thousands of trout each year and is really a prime destination for trout fishing. And the trout season in Missouri began uh, just about 10 days ago. So this is, this is, we're right at the peak of the beginning of the trout season here in Missouri. And, you know, I think one of my favorite things about Branson um, and, and that southern tier of counties is that it's far enough south that when we go from central Iowa in like November, it feels like we're in, I know it, it's so much warmer. It, it just really is. It's like you get south of Kansas City and you raise 20 degrees. <laughs> so, you know, when we're at when we're at 20 here, we can go down there and it's closer to 40 or 45. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's beautiful. Yeah, I recall in, uh, a New Year's Eve and a New Year's Day there a few years ago where I'm really confident I was outside in shorts and a T-shirt because it was 65 or 70. That certainly that that's probably a little bit of an anomaly, but but your point is noted there. It's it's uh, it, yeah. for for those who are from the northern states, you get down that far into southern Missouri, and you'll you'll notice some climate changing. It's perfect for a spring getaway when the snow is still melting up here. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. So Missouri is very well known, especially Kansas City for barbecue, but mm -hmm. St. Louis is is becoming more of a barbecue destination. Um, I know I've had. Well, you have award-winning barbecue at um, getting basted in Branson. So there's a lot of great food to eat in Missouri. What would you say, <laughs> if, if Missouri has a food, what is it? Oh, that's, that's a tough one. You know, that, that's, yeah, that's a loaded question. That's like asking what's, you know, what's your favorite attraction? That, that's hard to pick, right? Yeah, I, I feel like for, for me, just just me, barbecue is is huge i'm a i'm a big believer in uh pulled pork sandwiches and ribs and burn ins and all of those things there are some great barbecue joints in both kansas city and st louis of course branson has some great ones springfield columbia there there's good barbecue jeff city i mean it's everywhere hannibal so i i really think missouri can give just about any state uh run for its money in the barbecue world uh, we have a lot of other great traditions here, too. There's an area in St. Louis called The Hill, which has a lot of Italian history and culture and heritage. And there are some outstanding Italian restaurants in that section of, of St. Louis. And one of the things that uh, was popularized in St. Louis is toasted ravioli. Uh, that, that, to me, is kind of up there with barbecue. I, I can eat T-Ravs um, just about any time and, and for any reason. So 
Uh, there's certainly a, a diverse food scene here. We have a lot of great restaurants. Again, ro- whether you're into, you know, burgers and barbecue joints or, uh, award, you know, James Beard awarded chefs, uh, fine dining experiences, we have it all here. And, you know, going with that, uh, a bunch of wineries, uh, more than 100 wineries, 130 wineries, I think actually is the number, a lot of wine trails. And we're seeing a little bit of a boom in uh, craft breweries and distilleries as well. So uh, if you're a foodie, Missouri is going to have something you're going to enjoy. And if you're a history buff, Missouri has a lot of history as well. Um, You had, there is some Civil War history down there. Mm -hmm. I know if, you know, if you, if you like that kind of history, but then you also have, you know, St. Louis as kind of the gateway to the West and Kansas City had a lot to do with Pony Express. Mm -hmm. So there's loads of history across the state if you really do like that. Yes, absolutely. You know, you you talk about the St. Louis, Lewis and Clark expedition to explore the western half of the United States before it was actually the the full United States as we know it today, uh, kicked off kind of in the St. Louis area. Uh, The monument, the Gateway Arch, is is a, a nod to that expedition and the country's westward westward expansion. We have the 18th and Vine District in Kansas City, uh, which is home to the American Jazz Museum and the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, uh, both of which I would highly recommend. They are two wonderful destinations, and attractions, and two great places uh, to learn a little bit more about the history and culture of both jazz music uh, and the history of the Negro Leagues which would have had a big year of celebrations in 2020, uh, celebrating the 100th anniversary of the leagues had it not been for the pandemic, but that the museum uh, led by the uh, museum president, Bob Kendrick, is going to have some celebrations this year to kind of make up for the time that was lost last year. Uh, A really great place to explore, especially if you are a history buff or a a sports buff. Uh, You know, the 1904 World's Fair was held in St. Louis. Uh, there's so many museums across Missouri that are dedicated to people like Mark Twain or Walt Disney, uh, Winston Churchill. You know, um, I know that right now there's a, a lot of um, uh, interest and attention being paid to the royal family and, and and current events happening overseas. And it's kind of interesting to think about Winston Churchill, this noted British statesman. There's a memorial to him and a museum to Winston Churchill in Fulton, Missouri, uh, 25 miles up the road from Jefferson City here. Uh, and uh, again, you know, the Pony Express, George Washington Carver, there's a national monument dedicated to his life uh, and interpreting his life and, and the work he did in southwestern Missouri. Again, Civil War battlefields, uh, covered bridges, mills. There, Again, it's kind of like the food scene. If you're into history, uh, <laughs> Missouri is going to have something for you. And it really does. I mean, we've been talking for over 20 minutes now. We haven't mentioned all the great family activities from places like World of Fun and Silver Dollar City to um, your professional sports teams. I mean, there is just so much to see and do in Missouri. Now, we do have a question over on our chat because we're uh, live. Uh, Melissa Schwartz has asked, she'll be visiting Cape Girardeau in a couple of weeks and wants to know what not to miss there and also hiking recommendations. So what would you say for down in that area for somebody visiting? 
Cape Girardeau is a really interesting town. So I, I'm, I'm based out of Jefferson City, which is on the Missouri River uh, in the central part of the state. And it's kind of a, a regional hub, if you will, for the group of counties around us. Cape Girardeau is positioned in kind of the same way, except it's on the Mississippi River. And it's a regional hub for probably a little bit of a larger region to include some cities in the Illinois and Kentucky areas because of its proximity to the river. Uh, there's a lot of really interesting things to see and do in Cape Girardeau. I'll, I'll mention two. Uh, down on the riverfront, there's what they call the River Trails, River Tales Mural. And it has depictions of many people who are noted in Missouri history. And there's some interpretive panels that explain who those people are and why they're famous. Uh, and it's down on the riverfront, so you're down near some of the, some of the restaurants and some of the shopping that, that you might enjoy. Uh, also, then in Cape Girardeau, there's a really great conservation nature center that there are some hiking trails around it, uh, probably, you know, what you might classify soft adventure, if you will, trails there. Uh, if you go a little bit farther to the west of Cape Girardeau, there's a Bollinger Mill State Historic Site, which has uh, a great place for people to get outdoors there. And uh, if they put their email in the chat, I'd be glad to send them a link. I would encourage uh, anybody who's interested in Missouri to check out our website, visitmo.com, uh, visitmo.com, and type the word Cape Girardeau in the search bar, and you'll find a lot of the attractions, uh, places to stay, and restaurants listed for you there as well. Terrific. Well, Stephen, I know that Missouri is on my travel list for this summer. And you've given me so many more ideas to of things to do and places to stop. But if there are three things that you would say if people are traveling to Missouri this year, what three things should they really keep in mind for 2021? Well, 2021 is uh, a big year in Missouri. We'll be, we're celebrating our bicentennial this year. Uh, and I encourage folks to check out, uh, again, visitmo.com or missouri2021.org. Uh, again, museums and historic sites will be having special displays and exhibits uh, to reflect the state's rich history. Uh, it, you know, it's a great time to visit the Capitol here in Jefferson City, uh, which overlooks the Missouri River and has some really outstanding artwork, both inside and out, uh, including Thomas Hart Benton's mural, A Social History of Missouri, which is certainly worth a look inside the state Capitol. Uh, we'll be celebrating Statehood Day in Jefferson City on August 10th. Uh, later this year, we're looking forward to the Truman, uh, Harry S. Truman Presidential Library and Museum reopening. Uh, it's been undergoing an extensive renovation project. Uh, and it, actually, this was the country's first presidential library uh, created uh, by the 1955 Presidential Libraries Act. So uh, they're, under, they're wrapping up a multi-million dollar renovation that will feature some new interactive exhibits and, uh, you know, President Truman is the only Missourian to have been elected to the presidency. Uh, and then St. Genevieve National Historical Park in St. Genevieve, Missouri. This is a smaller community uh, located about an hour south of St. Louis on Interstate 55. Uh, that area is really noted for its French history and culture. Again, it's one of the first European settlements west of the Mississippi River. Uh, there are some structures there that date to the late 1700s still. Uh, it, early, it has recently been designated as a National Historical Park by the National Parks Group. And so, uh, you know, this is really an interesting chapter in Missouri's history. 
the first permanent European settlement in the state, some of the oldest and rarest French colonial architecture in the country is found in St. Genevieve, uh, several historic buildings, and it's really, uh, really a neat little town to visit, a charming small town area with some dining and shopping opportunities as well. And again, I think I mentioned to the west, uh, just a little bit outside of uh, St. Genevieve is a uh, Hahn State Park, which is really a great outdoors location and one of Missouri's most beautiful parks. I love that Missouri has a new National Historical Park. I think that's really exciting for the state and it's a great area for people to to visit. It, it's a, a nation that is well deserved for that area. Um, Lisa Waterman Gray has asked, she said she's seen Missouri listed as a southern state by Travel South. And she said it surprised her. And she's wondering if you know how that, now I know Missouri, when you get south of that, that kind of invisible line between Kansas City and St. Louis, Missouri takes on a different flavor. So would yeah. that have something to do with it? So uh, Lisa's very astute. And I think we, we've worked with her in the past on a couple of projects. So the Show Me State, Missouri, is uh, a member of that Travel South Collective. Travel South is a group of southern states, so uh, depending on where you read about Missouri, you will, you will either see us called, and I think I myself even called us a Midwestern destination earlier, uh, you will either see us referenced as a southern state or a Midwestern state. Uh, we are a member of Travel South, which includes you know, our neighbors to the south like Arkansas and, and to the east, Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, uh, the Carolinas, uh, that that group markets the entire region, so its its definition of the South, to international audiences. Uh, and then it has a, a, a group it works with called the Southeast Tourism Society that markets that same collective to domestic travel audiences. Uh, and we're proud to be a member of that organization. Uh, they, they call us the North of the South a lot of times. Uh, and so, you know, it, that's another opportunity for us to share Missouri's message with a group of partners who share a lot of the same history and culture. Again, you know, some of the Civil War era history and culture, some of the Civil Rights Movement history and culture. Uh, certainly we have a lot in common in terms of uh, dining and cuisine and music and entertainment. Uh, and so it makes a lot of sense for us to be involved with that organization. So uh, you will see us called the South in different places. So you could basically say Missouri is, is you know, almost equal parts north and south and <laughs> probably a perfect destination if you want to experience a little bit of both. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Stephen, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to really just kind of whet our appetite for everything Missouri has to offer. Now, if people want more information about Missouri, I know you have mentioned the uh, Visit Mo website. That's visitmo.com. Right. And on that site, there is everything they need to know about Missouri, as well as the ability to order a print tourism guide or get a digital copy. Absolutely, that's right. We certainly encourage anybody to order our official Missouri travel guide. It's packed with great information and beautiful photographs to inspire you to come to the Show Me State. You'll also find that information on our website and encourage folks to follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Visit Mo. Great. Thank you again, Stephen, so much. There was so much wonderful information. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time, Jody.